episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt. Everything's an experiment, Jiminy C. And joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Hey, man. How's business? Sup? I mean, good. I'm literally 60 seconds out from you saving me $9,600 in 2019. So I'm pretty pretty stoked. To the listener, that's seven days out. You are seven days out. That's right. Right? <laughs> 60 seconds, seven days. <laughs> Time batch, flies when you get old. We batch episodes. Mm. It happens. We're working behind on... The curtain. What's that? A peek behind the curtain. Yes. We are working on Lasso together. Mm-hmm. We are in a massive sprint to get a product out into the market before the holidays. <laughs> I would imagine... At this point in time yeah. of the episode going live, I am roughly 70% exhausted and 30% very exhausted. I think, <laughs> I think you're full of shit. I, I, I think once you're I get going into to it, it'll love probably, the next week. Yeah, yeah, you are going to like, yeah, you're going to love it. I know. It's going to be, I, I guess, looking at it now and mm-hmm. knowing the ground we have to cover, I'm like, ooh, I don't, I don't know if we could do this. And, and what it would really mean is that the developers, I will be doing things that I thought the developer, I was going to give to the developers. Yeah. That, that's pretty much what I've been thinking about. But you love it. Yeah, I know I do. I do. I guess the thing is, I'm, I'm a lazy man, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know if that's <laughs> entirely true, but that's just, this is what we're focused on. And yeah. we uh, need to put publish something on Money Lab very soon. We should do that. Like Perhaps, a, like uh, behind the scenes, what's like going as we build? Yeah, for the next yeah, month. dude, dude, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, maybe I'll work on that tonight. Get it. I out. Mean, I'm super excited to just share it with people. I yeah. think um, they have not quite seen anything like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, if you're, if you're familiar with Ernest at all, which is a plugin that I developed last year, it is, that's what we're working on. We're basically working on a version of Ernest on steroids. Um, and, uh, we have to talk about what's going to happen with, uh, Ernest as a product and where those people are going to go, which we could work out on an episode, but we should probably work it out in private because I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but we will figure something out that'll be sweet. Yes. And delicious and great. Uh, In this episode, however, we're talking about some of the biggest business mistakes we've made and what went wrong. So that should be fun. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. 
And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Let's talk about our uh, our big old uh, fat mistakes, <laughs> our fat failures. Because yep. oh, you wrote some in here. I didn't even know I, that you wrote. Well, some in so here. you told me last night, yeah. you know, the idea, and and you just like enumerated a bunch, and you're like, and like your failures, Andrew, and you're like, and uh, I'll let you whatever. And I, yeah. at that time, I was like. I don't know if I really failed at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty good at it. As I said in my head, and yeah. obviously I look to my wonderful life, wife, Laura, to yeah. remind me of, oh, that was like, oh, that one. Yeah, I definitely, oh, that's right. That one too. What was so, the what was the first one that she said and you guys both laughed at? Uh, impresume. Impresume. What's impresume? <laughs> did, did, you, did I ever tell you about that? You did. Uh... If I'm correct, it's a resume building software? Yeah. So we were going to make an iPad app that was going to help you make an awesome resume Mm -hmm. and then keep it up to date and just kind of maybe help you find jobs as a result of it. Mm -hmm. And um, we did all this work. We planned out an, an awesome interface. We even paid to have people come and film us doing like weird resume things, really? like a video, because we we're gonna put it on Kickstarter. Oh. Did all of it. It was ready to go. I, I friended like over five hundred strangers on Facebook because that that was that apparently was important. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then our apartment flooded, and we just kind of didn't do it. Oh, thank God for Sandy then, right? <laughs> That's right. Save, <laughs> save me from total embarrassment. <laughs> what did you learn from that? Like, what did you... I don't know. Like, how? Did, like, why did you go... Like, I. All right, so obviously an active nature sort of like, you know, forced your hand one way, but were you kind of on the outs anyway? I think that um, it, it gave us pause to think about it. And uh, it's kind of a common theme with a lot of my failures, as I use air quotes, I mean, they're definitely failures. There are mm-hmm. no air quotes needed. Sure. Um, that uh, building is super fun. I'm not much of a launcher. Ah. Which perhaps is also explaining why I've been building something for a year, because I really like to build things. Sure. Publishing is hard. Yeah. Launch, like shipping is hard. Yeah. And why is that? Is it because uh like you know that the market you have to market and that's not kind of what you're into? You know, in the very beginning and this or you was, just don't want to ever give up building. So there was a Joymonger thing that we built and we didn't launch because we like What? Not- Say that again? Joymonger? Yeah. Um Is that another thing? Yeah. So it was a gift card trading website before all of the other gift card trading websites. Oh, okay. So you were yeah. And I was building with this other guy. He was like a professor and yada, yada, yada. And we, I spent like a year almost full-time building it. And then it came time to launch. And like I, I wasn't confident enough. We didn't have a launch. So we just kind of didn't. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Impresume didn't launch. So it's a common theme of mine. Um, 
do you do you know anybody? This kind of like reminded me of uh, this thing I've I kind of have in my head. I don't know if it's real or not, but like, do you know anybody who like perpetually goes to school and then never like gets a job? Like they just rather stay in school and be a student, and then they never actually like. Or, or maybe you feel like they are like, dude, you're going back so, to school again. Yeah. Okay. So, so I definitely know people who have gone to get a, a MBA or a master's or whatever in lieu of actually making life choices. Yeah. It's like the this will solve it. Well, so so do you think it's possible for somebody to just like they just like being a student? Because for sure, for sure. Because I I, mean, I, can... I I loved school, and in hindsight, I think oh, I loved really? it even more than I knew. Yeah. Oh, so I I love learning so much that I know that in the beginning of my career of like not being like a solopreneur type of person, uh, I can't believe I used that word, but whatever <laughs> I used it, it's out there. You're welcome. Uh, I I could I spent so much time consuming and learning because it was so easy to do because you felt yeah. like you were getting work done, you felt like you were being productive, and you felt like you were being smart. But all I was doing was procrastinating on the thing that I knew was the hard part and that, you know, I eventually – and when I did, it's, like, still hard. But mm. I could see that. So you think that was, like, Impresume's, like, plight, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like – I think the launch is when, like, it goes from this project that you're building and you love and you're just doing all this stuff. And now people can actually judge you on your work. Hmm. And if it's good, mm-hmm. and and then you could launch it, and they could resoundingly say not good. Yeah. Do you still think that those two, both of those things that you mentioned, Joy Monger and Impresume, which I'm mm. looking at the word Impresume, and I really thought there was a Z in there, and it, it was like <laughs> that would have been classy if there was a Z. Yeah, it's resume with I M P at the beginning. Yeah, like Imp Resume. You know, we didn't have a name up and until we got the video set up. Uh, and we, we were paying the, the guys, and, and they just were like, well, I mean, it was before they arrived, but our videographer came up with a name. Oh, really? Yeah. God. I think so we weird. had, like, Resume Builder as our name. Yeah. Because that, that is very much a me name. Yeah. Resume um, Builder. <laughs> do you think, uh, I forget, now I forget my question, which was hmm. uh, fudge. So with those two, um, well, I forget my question. That's that's fine. Great. Great podcaster, Matt. <laughs> that's what wow. editing is for. Editing. I'm not editing. So you also have some mm-hmm. failures, Matt. No. No? Oh, no. I'm a perfect child. <laughs> the golden one. I is, do. Is that what your mom tells you? You're the yeah. golden child? Yeah. No. I did have somebody who used to call me the golden child, but that was somebody at work, and I because I used to never get in trouble at work. I'm like, mm. oh, I'm a good employee. <laughs> I earned that title, and then you got fired, and then I got fired. <laughs> exactly <laughs> what happened? Yes. Okay. So because I won. wasn't being a good employee, that's true. Um, my my big first, I, I I don't even know if I would call it a failure to to be to be fair to myself. Mm. Um, I would call it a just finally realizing it was a stupid idea. What was that? Dogbarks.com. <laughs> Dude, that was a that was the dumbest idea I've ever. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had a girlfriend at the time. Dogs who, have paws; they can't type. Yeah. Okay. So, so <laughs> it was it was miss. It was sort of like a 
It was a big miss. It was... Um, Sounds like a pile-on. Like, social media is hot. No, actually, it wasn't that. It was uh, more of... Um, my girlfriend at the time had a, had a dog that I had bought her, and she was, like, so obsessed with it. And mm. I, got, I ended up, like, being thrusted into this world of, you know, people who treated their dogs like human beings mm. and, like, want, like, like... It was part of their family. It was their son, their daughter, their grandson, whatever. Like it was just becoming this thing, and and I was like, oh my god! Like people are going on Facebook and they're they're posting as they're like making accounts for their animals. Okay, so we treat our cat like our child. Yeah, but like this, like this posting a, as our cat on a social media platform is like next level it shit. is next level <laughs> and i thought there's a niche right that's an interesting niche and i learned how to i was i was i think at the time i was coding like i was actively coding did you go I, undercover into this community i didn't no i that's this is why the idea sort of eventually like ended up i ended up just completely giving up on it one day when i when i just said to myself like what am i doing this is so dumb like i had built this entire software mm. which was basically twitter Mm. Uh, but you could, and I, I built it using PHP and I was learning object oriented PHP at the time. So like I was, I was also like building, um, software at a company. And, and so I was just like, it was something to do on the side to like keep up, you know, my, my coding chops. And I had built Twitter, but instead of following and unfollowing, you can sniff and unsniff. Ooh. And you can, instead of like liking at the time or or what they call it now favoriting like you could heart and that was mm -hmm. before hearts were a thing or at least on any social network but now they're everywhere um and that made sense to me you could pet a dog instead of poking <laughs> them <laughs> right uh so it kind of a, it was a mix between facebook and and twitter but you could post photos you could post you know things there's a whole commercial i don't know if it's on youtube or not but i actually like filmed a commercial filmed i put together a commercial that is actually pretty moving about like you can you're finally your dogs can talk which is this whole like bit and i had about 100 signups in the beginning really? and yeah yeah I, where I, did you yeah. where did you find these people uh, i'm guessing this is pre marketing Matt. yeah this is this is pre swim university uh mm. yeah pre swim yeah pre swim university so how'd you get a hundred people? Like uh, uh, guest posts. So really? I would, yeah, I, oh, so I. You've been tapped into this shit for a while. Oh, dude, for a long time. Probably since I didn't even know what the hell that was until I don't know two thousand nine. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I've been doing this pretty early. Um, yeah, we I had people write up. You know, I had people. I emailed people. They wrote about it. I guest posted on other sites. You know, I was fired because of a guest post. <laughs> Really? Yeah. My boss uh, found an article that I had written on a site called fireyourpoolguy.net, I think it was. <laughs> and he was he found it and was like, dude, why the fuck did you... Why Is are you writing... Is that still a website? I do not think so, no. I don't even know if it's .net. It could be .com. Fire your pool guy. All right, I'm going to say it's not yeah. there anymore. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I basically one day I had built this whole thing. It worked, and I was ready to go. And I, I actually knew the marketing plan. Like my plan was like Rachel Ray had a dog company, 
and I was planning on like anybody who had a media had media like uh, uh like a, a radio DJ or somebody at the local news station like people who love their dog like I was gonna put together these like you know dog packages of like food and treats and like all dog barks and like send it to them like and like address their dog and like set up an account for them and all this stuff and hoping hoping they would talk about it on a social network as like. Or talk about that on the news or on like the radio going like, this is insane. There's a social network for dogs out there. And then I was like, well, hold on. How does it make money? And I was like, mm. I can charge shelters and, and, like, or, like, or breeders or people who are trying to sell animals like to create these accounts for these oh. dogs that, you know, because the community would be dog lovers. And so it would make a lot of – I thought it would make a lot of sense. And so uh, – you know that was that was pretty much how that worked, and you could create multiple accounts for your do- for your each dog. If you had multiple dogs, you could create you know three or four accounts or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, but for but in order to create more than three, you had to pay. So if you wanted to, so if you were an organization that sold that sold dogs or were trying to help them get um you know found or find a home, then then you would pay like a monthly subscription for that. So a central place for dogs and stuff like that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, if someone's listening and they want to buy it from you, how much? Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't own anything anymore. <laughs> it was dog barks with a Z. So yeah, mm. yeah. Just yeah, you can have the idea if you want. Go for it. I would love to see it actually, like out there and work. Yeah, because there were other there were social networks for dogs. I wasn't the first. If they email you, will you give them the code that you built? Uh, no, it's bad. It's bad code. It probably doesn't. <laughs> I, it doesn't even work. I, I I don't even know if I have it. If if I do have it, which is likely because I save everything, it pr- I don't even know how the hell it would work. It's probably done in procedural, and it was probably it blow their server up. Oh yeah, it would be it would be terrible. Server meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my first like big ass fail. All right. Yeah. Keep going. Was, all right. Um, well, shit. I mean. Uh, Sumi University was a long-term success, short-term failure. Mm. Uh, I would say the same with Listen Money Matters. It yeah. was super aggravating until it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so Steph wrote in here uh, the Roasty Coffee course. So I did. So I sold Roasty. Ooh. So um, she's calling you out as a failure on that. <laughs> well, I, I you know I spent time doing this, and and I kind of knew in my heart of hearts that no one was really going to buy a video course about making coffee at home. Mm. And people did buy it. I'll tell you, Laura would probably buy it so she can make me watch it because the whole <laughs> replacing the filter, putting the yeah. grounds in, yeah. and then which button to hit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that's what the course is about. That that was one video. There was like, there's, there's, se- it was like several ways to make coffee: how to buy beans, how to froth milk, how to do an espresso machine, how to, you know, store the bean. Like there was a bunch. It was like kind of like all coffee things related. Like. If you had a local coffee shop, you could almost use that as a training course for people you hire. Uh, perhaps, yeah. Mm. Yeah, perhaps. Um, it was mostly for people to make coffee at home. And I, again, like I kind of knew, you know. Um, but I sold Roasty, and it is crushing right now. Like, like I sold it, and <sighs> it is... Well, I mean, look... I, I wish you emailed me a month before you <laughs> sold it. Yeah, well, here's the thing, like... It's ex- I, I just was kind of I have just sometimes you fall out of love mm. and that yeah. was just one of those you know and I and I and I knew what it what it took like I you know I'm not a you know people it's I don't I don't know if I necessarily call it a failure because I honestly didn't try all that hard 
and I didn't want to try. And so, like, I sold well, it. Well, but in that case, it did pretty damn good. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's, the, and that's the same thing that's happened with Brew Cabin, too. Probably which is the like, bittersweet piece of it. Yeah. I mean, I just finished uh, the year-long, like, trying to make Brew Cabin profitable, which it was not profitable. Mm. But I mean, year one. Year one. You're right. And, and, and you, the thing yeah. is, what I'm learning, because we're doing other sites, yeah. uh, education sites are a slow burn. They are. I think the potential is, like, monstrous. Um, but yeah. immediately, like, you, you, need, you need to build a following, and it's hard. Yeah. So that's, like, those were two... I don't know, like the coffee course was just like one project, but the big, the big recent business that had completely failed was Spruce. When I tried to build software two years ago Mm. with my buddy Jason and man, we really had, I mean, we had something because in the beginning it like we had paying customers and it was a good idea. It still is a good idea. Uh, We just really botched. We really botched it, and how so? I, um, in hindsight, looking back at it, uh, all these years later, it was definitely a developer problem. Uh, Jason and I were not developers. I tried to be a developer. I tried to, you know, develop it in Ruby, and I probably should have just did it in PHP because that was at least I was at least familiar with that. Yeah, and um. I, I I shouldn't have coded. It's, I think that's the, the real lesson is that I shouldn't have coded because that, that definitely – I think we I could have done what we're doing with Lasso right now, which is what I didn't do. I I had built everything from scratch, like starting with literally typing code. I, that's how I started. Mm. I didn't – you know, uh, Jason had done some like, you know, quick written stuff, you know, quick drawings on a piece of paper that he would like take on, take pictures of his phone and send to me. And I would quickly mock it up in HTML and CSS. Like it would be like live. And then I would uh, then hook it all up. And I think had we had something like XD at the time, or I'm sure there was software that existed, or if it was just on paper, and we sat there and really scrutinized it and really pushed it to like be right for us, mm-hmm. I think that would have been more helpful. And I think hiring and not bringing on a partner but literally hiring a developer to like hook this shit up fast would have been the way to go Mm. and i think it could have got done in a month but um it took you know probably three or four months and then we we you know we we brought on the developer to as a partner and he wanted to rebuild it from scratch so we rebuild it from scratch and then we brought on another developer and he wanted to rebuild it from scratch and so, oh my god, yeah. So it was just like because you know when you bring on a new developer, they don't want to jump in; they want to just do their own code, and mm. you know, and and yeah. So it was just, uh, and I had messed it up. Like I, I'm not a coder, so like my code was just like basically enough to prove it as a concept, mm. and but it was not clean at all. It was it had a billion bugs in it, and and. I just was super stressed out by the whole thing, which is a little bit nerve wracking going into Lasso. But I am not the programmer, and no. I am, and the programmers that we had, I didn't know. I didn't know them at all. They were brand new. Like mm. I, I know you, and I know that you can program. I've watched you build actual products that are out there and making money, and so, and you, this is your thing. This is your full time thing, and so like you have the time, the effort. This is your idea, mm. so it's even like you have a, yeah, even more stake in the game. Uh, 
And so, yeah, it's a different scenario. And I think that that um, I, I still think it's a good idea. I still want to own a beer or at least be a part of a software company and own it. Um, I just can't be the the developer. I can't I can't do that. I I, I think I, I can do a little tiny tiny little bit, but yeah. so you think that the takeaway is more like uh, reflective, yeah, and just kind of knowing what like what your like lane is. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Really, I mean that's that's that I mean, is it. That's a good thing though. Oh, it's definitely like I learned a lot from that, like a ton from that. And Mm. um, even doing Ernest, like I basically it was another software product and I and it's not a failure, but I was I didn't do any of the code, you know, and I was like, okay, like I I know I know how this I know how I can kind of distance myself from it and do the thing that I'm good at, which is, you know, the marketing, the the content, the design the overall look and feel and idea of it, I can I can make that happen. I just can't hook it up. Like it would be like I can design a a ham radio, but I can't. I don't know how to. I don't know. Build, yeah. yeah. Like I can, yeah, whatever. So those are like, and, it, and the last one I have, but I want to. I, I have one more, mm. um, which is kind of bigger and more like a little mixy. But I want another one from you. Yeah. So, um, uh, my first thing that I did was, uh, we, it was called code drink and, uh, we had this like cool logo and I think we started, it was like a martini glass thing, but then we changed it to coffee because we mm-hmm. didn't want to look like we were drunks. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, it's a good branding it was basi- <laughs> yeah. Um, but we just basically did custom web dev and, mm-hmm. um, it was great because my friend was a designer. Mm. Um, I was a developer, and uh, we became really good at selling. And so we were getting like high numbers at the time when we had this one website for eight thousand dollars, which mm. we probably crushed in like two or three weekends based on shit we had already built. This wasn't full time. You were doing this. In side. college. So, I mean, it wasn't like full. It was basically college full time. Okay. I understand. Where like, I understand. we went to class, but we really didn't have anything to do. But we played a lot of video games. Yeah. Um, and I, what happened was it was great. And we were crushing it. And then we decided that we were going to start hosting the, our clients because they needed hosting. And then we would just take a cut on that. And we were getting these like big VPS ser- virtual servers. Yeah, yeah. And we'd slice... And shit started failing and websites were down and it just really went south super quickly. People threatened us with like lawsuits. Why? Just because website was down and uh, uh, this was like so you were, you were GitHub. Hope, yeah. So like uh, the, the version that I had that was, you know, maybe a few months old. And so yada, 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 like progress was lost. Like what we were able to restore was like you know, version two of 10, Mm. you know, and it just really super sucked. And what made you like, why did it ultimately fail? Um, there was a server failure Mm. and we just, 
like all the money that we got, we took and we bought like computer things with it and we just like went out. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, hey, like we could have spent $25 a month on backups, but that is beer money. Yeah. And that should be spent on beer. And we did spend it on beer. Uh, typical college student. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that didn't work out. Mm-mm. Do you have another one? Well, um, I I have an online community that has failed, I would say, two times. One time paid, and perhaps another time even for free. I, I, I just didn't grow to the size that I thought that it would. Um, Is that the only reason why you thought it failed? In the beginning, um, I had income aspirations with it, and it wasn't able to remotely meet that. And so mm. the failure was the time put in by me i i mean i it was so i was like less than a dollar an hour for what i was putting into that um and it just had to be nipped i was i was exhausted um and the second time um i was chasing i guess size or i don't know necessarily what i wanted but of any metric that i was looking for just hasn't met that do you think that like what do you think success is though like, what do you think would have been successful for those, that community? Like, what, do you have it even, do you even know if you have a definition for it? Yeah, so I think um, in in the first go-around, we're hosting it ourselves. Yeah. Um, we, we had uh, paying client, like, or paying customer goals. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, we were, we were doing great. And I think we maybe peaked at about 150 people paying, maybe yeah. like 180 or something. And then it, it kind of like that was the exhausting of our audience of people who were interested. Yeah. And we couldn't really build it much faster than the churn. Like it was growing, oh. but at like $8 a month, you know, yeah. you're not really, if you add like three customers in a month, you're not really making yeah. much money. So that was that. And then um, currently it was, uh, I wanted to get to 30,000 members and I thought that we were going to be able to be able to do that. Um, I thought that we were going to be able to add thousands of people or even just 8,000 people a month. And it, it, in the beginning we did, I think the first two months we added, you know, it was a thousand something and then 800 something. And then it was like 200 and then it was just kind of like, yeah, plateau. Yeah. Like we could add 200 a month. But why did you do you think you just had super audacious goals and that were like unrealistic to be met? Possibly, you know, and the the whole goal. So the first one was to generate direct subscriber revenue. And the second goal was to drive traffic to the website. Mm -hmm. And so success was measured by traffic and it just never materialized. Okay, People just didn't go from the community to the website. Right, just didn't. You know, we tried, even though you pushed, even though you were publishing your content, like they weren't, they just weren't clicking. Yeah, I, I set that as a success metric, and, and I was didn't. kind of a pain in the ass in the beginning. In yeah. you know, we were underperforming, and I wanted them to set goals. It just, you, you, you can't make something work that just doesn't work. You know, it's just not. It's not going to happen. Um, not to derail you at all. Do you think simple wealth was a failure? You know, I've I've thought about that, especially or, like or a making, mistake. Do you think it was a mistake? 
you know, in hindsight, uh, the time spent on it is like kind of meaningless because it's like gone. Um, yeah. It has generated far more money than I spent on it, you know, okay. if you exclude my time. So it, it's been profitable. There have been months when that $1,000 I brought in was super needed to balance the books. Yeah. Um, but in a way, I do consider it a failure because I, f- I fell out of love with it, mm. you know, and to dive back in, that's a really hard thing. To do, yeah. So you would think kind of similar to like me and Roasty, I guess. Yeah, I, I would say I would say very similar. And part of me wants someone to be like, hey, I like the idea. I could do something with this. I would mm-hmm. love to buy it. Mm-hmm. Part of me wants that. Part of me feels like maybe in the future I'll do something with it. Sure. I think it is just there. Um, how do you think you're going to be with Lasso? Mm-hmm. Like how how you know I'm not I mean I kind of am derailing a little bit but mm-hmm. but what do you think like understanding what success is to both of us uh, because I I you know um, I had a hot tub I did the hot tub handbook which was like this first product that I ever created on Swim University and I you know spent I think a month or two you know writing this content and. Uh, designing the book and every page was like fully illustrated by me, full color, the whole deal. I put it up on the website, you know, developed a landing page of the whole thing. Crickets, just crickets for months. Now I launched it. I think I remember launching it in September and I talked about this on a few, on a past episode, but it was just nothing. And now it's making money because I've, I've, you know, it's something that I did. I mean, we've, we've since updated it, but I've done this. I did this years ago. And the only thing that was really wrong with it was that it just didn't it it I think a lot of these that we've talked about um maybe not all of them but I mean some of them are like they're just not an audience. And so mm-hmm. like you're basically building in a vacuum. And I think that was the big lesson kind of just moving forward is it's really hard to know what needs to be done Mm -hmm. if it's not for you, right? And so, like, take the dog barks as an example. Right. You know, I think that there is a scenario where that could have done well and been a profitable good idea, but you literally have to be the person that desperately wants this and has, like, seven dogs and knows all the (laughs) people who, you know... because you have to, Yeah. Yeah, and you have to seed it with that. And I think uh, Simple Wealth did good in the beginning because it was a problem that I needed solved. So I solved it and um, I kind of got frustrated. Uh, I think I priced it far too low. So, you know, I wasn't able to make meaningful money and I had a full-time job. And so Mm -hmm. it was like, was, you know, listen, money matters was doing incredibly well. And just, I was being foolish, not putting my time there. Yeah. Um, how do we, how do we how do we not turn lasso into like how do we mitigate the rate of failure in our own eyes? Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I think one, um, I, I I think pessimistically uh, from what we have planned with um, lasso, like it'll add about ten percent uh, more to listen money matters revenue. Yeah. Just from like the opportunities that I've I, seen. I mean, same same for me. 
And like so the, the product itself will actually make our businesses more money. Yeah, and, and like most of my time is spent building like software for our businesses yeah. to improve them and make them like the, my website that will not be named. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is all as a result of me building automations. And so it's super easy for us to spin up these things that generate income. And that's what I love to do. And so like I think regardless, I'm building it for me. Yeah. You know, and I think as like the the value is like so obvious to me, I guess I couldn't imagine people like me not seeing that. Yeah. But what if it like in, in the, you know, cause I've roasty as an example did well, you mm-hmm. know, it was and and code drink as an example did well, right? Mm-hmm. Your community technically did well. It didn't meet your expectations, you know, uh, Roasty, same thing. It didn't meet my expectations. Brew Cabin even didn't meet my expectations. But does that necessarily mean they are failures or are they just slow burners? I'll I'll tell you what. I think it is the ability to turn this startup-y thing into a sustainable business. Because, you know, from, you know, now until... The end of December, when we have our due dates, I will be crushing yep. code, and you know you will be doing design and marketing stuff and testing, and you know that may continue into January to yeah. some degree, you know, and then maybe we're adding features, fixing bugs, February, March. But if like we are doing it to that degree, and it, like August is around, like we're going to be dead shells of people, and sure. so it's like our ability to put processes in place. So that we can breathe, and I would, neither of us are one project people. So I think, you know, one is like traction, and mm-hmm. I think like it's all, it's almost a shoe in with that, and then it's our ability to not burn ourselves to the ground in the process. And I think the way to do that, because I had a conversation with a friend the other night about, you know, the there's really just two things, right? You have the product, and you have the audience, and then mm-hmm. you just have to like get them to meld and it's and that part actually isn't that hard just tell them about it right right but a lot of people have one or the other right Mm. in the case of brew cabin i have an audience there's fifteen thousand people a month going to brew cabin they're actually buying affiliate links they're like they're paying you know they're it's making money yeah okay um i don't have a product i have nothing to sell them and i'm not i have nothing that consistently i don't have a consistent marketing channel that's constantly selling them the same thing over and over again and so I'm losing money because of that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, some university has has the problem solved where we have we have people coming in. You know, we have a lot of people coming in to the website, so we have an audience, and we have products. We have and we and we constantly push it on them. We every week, if you sign up for the newsletter, we talk about the book. If you email us a question, we talk about the book. If you're reading an article, we're talking about the book, and it sells. It's consistent. It's not. It's I'm not like making money hand over fist like i'm not printing money but it's consistent and it's mm. good money right i could live off of it personally just 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 selling fucking pdfs yeah um you know roasty had the 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 you know the the audience thing we had an audience didn't have a product and then when we mm. made a product that product didn't work but in fairness we didn't really push it that hard and right. maybe it was the wrong product and i knew that going into it I think with Lasso, it's like we know we have the product already. Mm-hmm. The one thing that we don't have is the consistency of an audience yet. And 
I think that the and the same thing happened with and and the, a money lab is honestly like the same thing, hmm. and this is the 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 one of the biggest mistakes I made this past year was trying to build a media company by just throwing cash at it, like just trying to like throw as much cash at like producing as much stuff as possible and building an audience. And mm. I did that. I, I, I am able to do that. That is kind of my, that's kind of my thing. Mm. The thing that I am bad at is connecting that audience to the products that I make and sell. And, per, and perhaps I don't make products and I don't sell them like money lab. I, I have an audience. There's people listening to this podcast right now. I have products, but when the, I mean, besides like in this, you know, the podcast has actually become the only thing on money that lab that has made consistent money because I literally talk about our course every single freaking episode. It's mm. consistent. But when I send out emails on money lab, I'm not telling people about the course. I'm just sending out an email and that's yeah. my stupid fault. And so I think the, the lasso thing, like, and I, I made this very clear to you in the beginning. It's like, I think you and I can build a great product. The hardest part. And I think you build a great product with simple wealth. The hardest part, though, is finding su- success in a slow con- but consistent, you know, growth. Mm. And I think I think simple wealth can have that. It just needs some sort of consistent, growing arm, and it and it may not be overnight. You know, it's not going to go from you know one user to a thousand users overnight. It takes like a constant push and a constant like whoa. Oh, I absolutely agree. Yeah. And and the one thing that was weird and and this is not like an excuse but the personal finance area at large, you know, and perhaps even the pool industry are rather easy in that there are these huge volume clustered keywords mm-hmm. that you could go after and it's kind of like you just get like a, a monstrous results from yeah. a single thing and the the uh rental property like niche, which is rather big, is so fractured. Mm. There's few things that hit a thousand volume. Interesting. And so, like, you look at uh, bigger pockets, and it's just a million zillion baby keywords. Yeah. And we we can't afford to do that. Right. No. You, for, you, for an eight dollar, you know. Well, you you can. It just would take a long time. Yeah. Right. It's just like you know, some university didn't grow to 500,000 unique visitors a month in one year, it took 10 years. Mm. And that's like, I wasn't, I mean, that's kind of like, I want to, I want to like temper our expectations with Lasso because I do think Lasso has longevity and I think it can grow. I don't think it needs to grow that fast. I don't think it's even possible, especially with a product of, you know, of what it does and what we're going to charge for it. It's like, I, I think like we really need to, like the hard part is really going to be the consistency on the message. Yeah. Yeah. And, and keep telling people about it. And I mean, thankfully we have money lab and we have list of money matters, even though it's probably not as, uh, you know, tightly, um, it's not the same audience, Mm. but we do have our respective audiences. We have friends, but we're going to have to do other things too, that, that make the consistent. And I think any of these ideas, like anything we've talked about in this episode, Mm. And I believe this. And I've said this before. I think there is no such thing as a bad idea, just bad execution. Oh, for sure. And I, I mean, it's on us if if it doesn't work. 
Yeah. I mean, um, I think Simple Wealth, your Code Drink, your Joymonger, your Impresume, my, my Spruce, my Dog Barks, the Roasty Coffee Course, me trying to build a digital, comp- digital media company, like all of these things could work. And some of these things, like you see like in the, in the startup world, it's like there's unicorns and you might hear stories of people who have those hockey stick moments where the, the mm. traffic just shoots up because they got a viral post or whatever. And those like set them off. And those are great. They won the lottery. Like they, they, it set them up on a path. I don't think we've ever had that. No. Neither of us have I had I wouldn't that. even know what to do with that. I'd be so like taken aback. Yeah. And so both of us have been forced to just like slowly fucking go at it. And the problem with going at it like that is it's tiring. And you can't be a person that gives up. Yeah. You kind of have to have that long, that long, like long term mindset. You know, very uh, timely, maybe to the topic as we were talking about just people creating online businesses and, and getting discouraged. Yeah. And it is. This business that everyone touts is like this is it's like a gold mine, and I I literally think it is the proverbial gold rush right now. Yeah, I think we're like, like, and I think Lasso is so timely because we're selling a shovel in a gold <laughs> rush. Right. But the thing is, you to get the the success that you know Swim University has, you know, or any site of that size, like you need to have just a consistent, dedicated effort. And Swim University wins, I believe. In a large part, you know, obviously because you're doing good work, but in a large part because everyone else gave up. They yeah. couldn't hack it. Yep. And so you then fill that vacuum. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it's not I, – I, ideally, I don't want to build businesses that way. I, I'd rather build – I'd rather launch Lasso and have, you know, 2,000 customers day one. Oh, and, that'd and, be ridiculous. And then it's, it grows by 1,000 customers a month forever. Like, mm. oh, that was easy. For, forget about it. Yeah, that doesn't happen, you know, and, and – we're going to try obviously, but mm. we also have to set those expectations. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to say about mistakes or like what we've learned from them before we go? You know, maybe that's it as like, like they're not mistakes if you learn from them and it's like so cliche. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Well, I want to thank Andrew Ringa for sending me my new middle name. Everything's an experiment. Um, and of course I want to thank you, Andrew, my man, Drew, for joining me on this and every episode of money lab. So thank you for coming on and talking to me about these. Always things. dude. Yeah, of course. Uh, and finally I want to thank our sponsor head over to moneylab.co to read more about our business experiments and challenges and email Matt at moneylab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on the show. And feel free to send me some new middle name suggestions. I read them at the beginning of every single show. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show.